We continue in our daily Bible reading in the book of Genesis about first things, and we're in Genesis chapter 24. Um, again, the value of reading the whole book, we know what's going on in Abraham's life right now. Abraham's getting up in years, that's what verse 1 tells us. We know that Sarah, his wife, has already passed away, uh, but we know they've had a child before that happened, and Isaac is that child. And uh, we know the promises that came along to Abraham and Sarah when, when God first came to Abraham way back in earlier in Genesis, as we read, as, as Abraham was in uh, his homeland. Uh, but now Abraham and Sarah have moved to the land of Canaan, the promised land, um, and God is fulfilling his promise. Uh, but Ab- And Abraham knows that very well. So now knowing that all the responsibility of finding a wife for, for his son or their son, Isaac, falls on him, uh, Abraham takes those details and those matters very seriously. It shows how important it is, um, you know, in, in our family and, and who we associate with and who we marry and families that we marry into. Abraham knew that uh, local people around where he's at in the land of Canaan are, are worshiping false gods. They're not worshiping the true God. Abraham wants to make sure that his son gets a wife who's worshiping the true God. So he sends his servant off to go and find a wife for her. Now, I know arranged marriages are something we, we think of as something that's in the past, and they truly are very different from our culture. Um, but I want you to see um, how it really makes sense. Uh, important, not that maybe we change to that today, but but at least our input upon and, and uh, what we teach our children as they grow up about the importance of choosing a spouse, someone that has a like the same faith as yours, um, and, and especially the fact that there's really one, only one true God. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but by him. Jesus reiterates that too, and Abraham sees that. Abraham also remembers again, and again the value of reading the whole book, that God has promised to Abraham that through his line, the Messiah is going to come. So therefore, it's important that Isaac stay in the faith as well. Um, so he sees the importance of that, and that's why he arranges this. Um, and, and you see also see God's hand in this too. God intervenes into history, comes into the world to send us the Messiah, and he intervenes into this so that Abraham's servant is able to find the right person um, and find Rebecca and, and then now bring her into the, uh, into the family. But just a few notes as you go through it. This is classic Hebrew, first of all, in that you really get to know this story because Abraham tells his servant what to do. His servant converses with him. Then he goes and he does what what the two of them agree. So we, we hear about this, and, and he finds Rebecca. And then when he finds Rebecca and goes to Rebecca's home, which is the right thing to do, he tells the whole story all over again. So that's why we have some, um, you know, 67 verses here. Um, very repetitive, but in that repetitiveness, it helps us to remember the story. We hear it again and again. Think of anything that you tell your children and you want them to remember, you tell them again and again and again to the point that they probably say, yeah, I heard that before. Well, it's important for us to have that because that helps us remember it. So some of the details that go along with it. Remember how we read about covenants earlier in in Genesis, where in a covenant, two people, would they would take a, a number of animals, they would cut them in half, and then they would walk between the two halves of them, literally cutting a covenant, saying, this is how serious this covenant is. If neither one of us doesn't keep what we promised here, may what happened to this bird happen to us as well. And there, there's where we get our expression uh, to cut a covenant. Well, here we see an example of another way to do that. In verse 2 of 24, it says, Abraham says, come here, put your hand under my loin or under my thigh. 
So the thigh is the most powerful and the strongest bone of the whole body. So it tells the seriousness of this uh, of this covenant. And uh, it's also that under the thigh, the top of the thigh is right next to Abraham's genitals, where he reproduces the next generation. In other words, he's saying, this is something where my reproductive strength is at too. And, and the hope for the future and keeping these promises gives us hope for the future. If we don't keep them, then the future is taken down. So just the symbolism of both of those is, is really very powerful. And you're going to read about that a number of times uh, coming down the line too. So uh, some other details that come along the way, notice in verse 10, there's definitely a realization that when you take a bride, you're taking something from or a person from someone's family. And, and so a gift should go along with that. Not only a gift, uh, but not that you can replace this daughter, but somehow to replace what she brings to the family. Um, and so you see these, and, and in the past we had the dowry that, that a man would give to his father-in-law when he, when he takes a bride from her, uh, but also those blessings, but just that, that interconnectedness and, and the importance of family, which is really true to the, uh, uh, right at the heart of God. God established family from the very beginning. Again, that's why we're reading Genesis. Adam and Eve, be fruitful and multiply. That's at the heart of everything with God. God shows himself to us in family relationship. He's our father. We're his precious children. So you get the sense of just how precious family is there. Um, then you notice um, how we're early on in the in the line of the uh, of the human race too. This isn't that far after the time of Noah. So when when uh, uh, the servant goes and finds Rebecca, we find that Rebecca really is uh, would be a second cousin to Isaac uh, because they have the um, Rebecca's father and Isaac's father are brothers. That's uh, the the son of Nahor. And uh, or the daughter of Nahor, I should say, um, uh, which was which was going to have to happen in that time, especially before uh, we populate or as we populate the world. We got a gold ring in there uh, in verse twenty-two. Maybe that's part of where we get our uh, tradition of giving a ring to uh, uh, an engagement ring to our bride. Again, the costliness of and the preciousness of, of that marriage relationship, and in the person that we receive there, and. Um, and then that, that pretty much covers the details, I think. It, it is interesting, though, I noted in verse 62, that when Isaac, when uh, Rebecca is brought back and Isaac sees her, Isaac comes from Pierre Lahai Roy. And if you remember, that goes back to chapter 16, where, um, um, where Hagar is sent away from Abraham and Sarah, and, and God takes care of Hagar and, and uh, she renames the place where that is at. She na- gives it that name, which means the well of the living one who sees me. And God is seen, and that's back in chapter 16, verse, uh, verse 14. And God is seen again, and his eyes are ever upon Isaac, and that line of the Messiah that he would get the Savior to, uh, uh, to us. Notice in verse 65 that when uh, she sees um, uh, Isaac first, she shows her humility uh, as well as um, her uh, her faithfulness uh, to that marriage too, and she covers herself first in, in modesty, uh, proper modesty, and also respect too. Um, and uh, we even carried that into the marriage uh, relationship and the marriage ceremony. Sometimes in the past, uh, the bride would have the the veil over the face, and that veil would be lifted during the ceremony. Again, showing this uh, this proper respect and modesty uh, that we always ought to show too. And when it all comes down to it, verse 67, it says, Isaac brought her into the tent of Sarah, his mother. Sarah's gone now, but now he's he's consummating this marriage. 
uh, and she became his wife. Um, and so notice the, uh, the, the solemnity of marriage and also um, how God uh, seats the two together and brings them together in marriage. And now, they, uh, now they're going to continue their life uh, together. Um, and, uh, and Isaac being comforted, now that the new number one woman in his life is no longer his mother, uh, but now his wife. Just as with Isaac now, um, uh, you know, the, uh, and that changes for him. And now for just as for uh, Rebecca too, the new number one man in her life is no longer her father. It was before, um, but now it's her husband, Isaac. So God bless you as you continue to read in uh, Genesis.